Michelangelo said, Every block of stone has a statue inside it, and it is the task of the sculptor to discover it. Thank you for pressing the play button and tuning in to Own Your Space. I'm your host, Jason Johnson. I really appreciate you being here. We are a community of leaders. Whether it's self-leadership or servant leadership, we are all here to grow and support each other in being better versions of ourselves. People first. We serve each other with love and compassion. We lean in. Just because something is doesn't mean that's the way it has to be. Each week, I have a guest on who shares their journey. And in some episodes, I talk about my journey, my personal experiences. We support each other here. So thank you for being here. And if you would like to join our community, hit the subscribe button. And again, thank you for tuning into the show. And thank you for tuning into you. Own your space. I just wanted to take a minute and talk about the art of leadership. Leadership is the ability of an individual or a group of individuals to influence and guide other members of an organization, to influence them, to make decisions, to articulate a clear vision, to establish goals, and take your team in the right direction according to the goals of an organization. That's basic leadership. And there's an art to it. It's not easy. It takes work. And it's navigating the moments and supporting your people because it's not all ideal. We're all human and human experiences come up and it's taking those experiencing experiences, taking those experiences and navigating through the waters towards the goals, right? That's the job. And just like any other job, you have to know what you're dealing with in order to take it in a direction. And part of knowing what you're dealing with is understanding your people. If you're a leader, then you need to understand your team or the people that you're leading in order to help them move forward towards the goals that you're trying to achieve, right? That's leadership. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes understanding. It's not about just having a vision and telling people that's what you need to do. It's about helping people work towards the vision. And you can't do that effectively unless you understand your people. And one of the difficult things is that your people, your team, 
the individuals you're leading, they're all different. They have different strengths. They have different opportunities. They have different desires. They have things that they're good at. And they have things that they're not good at. Just like you as a leader, you have strengths. You have opportunities. And when you're in your moment of your strengths, that's where you thrive. We all do it. I have challenges in certain areas, and I have strengths in certain areas. And so understanding that about your people is part of the process. It's about helping people discover their strengths and how that translates into the objectives that we're working towards. How they fit into the puzzle. Because that's what a team is. It's a puzzle. Everybody on the team has different strengths and we support one another. And if you have a shortcoming in one area, but one of your team members is strong in that area, you find yourself seeking that person out to ask advice or to help you or to get their opinion because that's the area they thrive in. And when you can help people understand what the process looks like, then that's when the team comes together and gels and the energy level elevates and people work at their best. And it is a process as a leader. And why did I give you a Michelangelo quote? Why did I give you a Michelangelo quote at the beginning of this episode? Because leadership is a lot like being a stone sculptor. Everybody has that special thing that they're good at inside of them. And as a leader, it's about uncovering that in your team and allowing them to thrive. And Michelangelo also said, I saw the angel in the marble and carved until I set him free. And that is so true. And I don't know if you can relate to that. I mean, it makes sense. But I'll tell you, my first job when I was 14 was working in a rock shop. And my sole purpose of my job, what I was hired to do, was to polish stones, rocks, rough rocks. I worked for a gentleman who loved pretty rocks, and he showed me how to use sanders and grinders and remove the exterior part of the rock and polish it in free form, just in the, the natural curves of the stone. He didn't teach me how to sculpt. He taught me how to polish rocks and make them pretty, in his words. And once I learned how to do this, I realized that I could shape the rock. And if I saw something in a rock, then I would work harder in certain areas to remove big pieces that 
didn't belong if it's something that I saw on the rock. But if there are areas of the rock that looked like an object, then I highlighted them and I sanded very little in those areas and allowed them to be just as they were. And I'll tell you a quick story. When I was 15 or 16, working in this rock shop polishing, I picked up a piece of pink soapstone, and it was rough, and it looked like a lizard sunbathing on a rock. It was all one piece of rock, but it looked like a lizard sunbathing on a piece of rock. So I grabbed some sandpaper, and I gently sanded and shaped and, and allowed this lizard come to life, and I left the rest of the rock rough. And I was so proud that I, I went inside the shop to show the manager. And on my walk to the front of the store, this lady grabs it out of my hand and she says, Oh my gosh, what is this? And I explained that it was a lizard sunbathing on a rock. And she said, Well, how much is it? And I said, Well, I don't know. And so we went to the front and they put a price on it, the lady bought it and left. And I was so amazed that something that I had just did, the first piece of stone that I carved, sold before it even made, made its way to the register, to the shelf, before it even had a price on it. And when I realized that I could do this, I did more of it. And then people asked me to make things for them. And then I kept getting asked, do you have any carving classes? So I took names and I took phone numbers and kept them in a notebook. And when I had 20 or so names, I called those people and I put together a carving class. And it was about leadership and guiding people through their passions and it was removing the unwanted material to allow whatever it was that that person saw or wanted to have to allow the stone, the rock, to be by removing all of the unwanted material. And what I realized was that the areas that had the most mass that need to be removed, you used grinders and chisels and files and really rough stuff to get rid of it. And then as you started to shape the rock, you took your sandpaper from a very coarse sandpaper, cleaning it up, and then you would go to a finer sandpaper and it would start to polish. And then a finer sandpaper and it would start to polish even more. And then when you got it just how you wanted it, you would put a polish on it and buff it out. And then you had a finished product. So you started with heavy machinery to remove this rough areas, and then your sandpaper got finer and finer and finer, and you took off less and less and less. And so looking back at that process as a leader, when you have somebody that is on the edge of 
really being good at something, it takes little effort or light sanding or maybe even just polishing to allow that gift to exist. And then you have the people that have something special, but it's kind of buried down deep inside. And it takes more work to help remove those items to allow that stuff to exist. And I hope that makes sense to you. And maybe you're not a stone carver, but maybe you're a parent. And you go through this process with your children and helping them become the human beings that they are. Or maybe you lead a team and you can think about the people on your team and their strengths and their opportunities. And when they have opportunity, it takes a little more work to remove the unwanted material to allow that opportunity to come out as a strength. And then it's just about light sanding or polishing. And when that happens, then that team member feels better about themselves. They shine better, almost like a piece of art on display. And they thrive. And other people notice that behavior, that skill set, that ability. And that's where that person thrives. And then other team members see that and they go to that person for advice. And that person goes to your other team members for advice in areas where they don't thrive. And that's a team. Being an artist with your people is leadership. And if you find any of that interesting, reach out to me on Instagram at jtjohnson360 or reach out to me on Facebook. Look up Own Your Space Podcast on Facebook. Send me a message. And let's have a discussion. I would love to have a discussion about the art of leadership. And if you want to know more, then let me know. Let's, let's talk. Let's collaborate. So thank you for tuning into this episode. And more importantly, thank you for tuning into yourself. Because the more that you tune into yourself and that others tune into themselves, the world becomes a better place. And that's what this is all about creating a better place, creating a better life, creating a better experience, because life is short, and you should shine like the piece of artwork that you are. Be blessed, my friend. Thank you. And that's our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a friend that might find it helpful, please forward it on. Also, please rate the show and leave me a review. I would really appreciate that. You can also subscribe to get future episodes. If you would like to share your story or just follow me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Own Your Space Podcast 
or on Instagram at jtjohnson360. You can also email me, jason at own-yourspace.com. Thanks for tuning in, and as you go on your journey, own your space. Thank you.